Today's episode is brought to you by Canvas. Do you know how long it takes you to measure and model an as-built? Probably more time than you'd like. Canvas replaces hours of manual measuring with a few minutes of scanning with your iPhone or iPad. And Canvas eliminates the hours, if not days, of taking your measurements and turning them into a 3D as-built or 2D floor plan, all for pennies per square foot. You can try Canvas for free and download it at www.canvas.io and make sure to use promo code BF. That's www.canvas.io and promo code BF23. All right, now back to the show. Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here, we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hello, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. If you don't know me, I'm Spencer Powell, the CEO at Builder Funnel. And our agency helps remodeling companies build sustainable, repeatable marketing systems. And at this point, those have generated well over $150 million in remodeling projects for our clients. And this channel, Builder Funnel Radio, is where we share what's worked for us in hopes that it helps you grow as well. So if you like the content, uh, we'd appreciate it if you subscribe, share it out. That helps us grow the show and, uh, and share this with, with more people. That being said, today I want to dive into a topic that we we love to talk about, which is content marketing, but through the lens of how content marketing really helps you build reputation. And if you think about old school marketing, that was TV, radio, billboards, you know, that sort of thing, you're really just shoving a message out into the world. And typically it's not educational, right? It's it's explaining the product, it's kind of pitching, or it's just more branding and exposure. But content marketing really is very education-based. And if you've been following us for a while, you know that that is the core of who we are and what we do, not only for ourselves, but for our clients. And that's why I love this style of marketing so much is it's very value driven. And so the whole idea behind educational marketing is that you're trying to help your prospects, your potential customers, you're teaching them before you try to sell them. And so as you teach and educate, you start to build reputation. A kind of a good example in thinking about this is anytime you go to a conference and there's somebody on stage and they're speaking and they're providing information, immediately they are elevated in your mind because they are one, on stage, but two, they're providing education, some some piece of information that you didn't know. Maybe you know some of it, but you're unlocking new insights, you're learning new things, and so they are positioning themselves as an expert. And that's exactly what content marketing can do for you in that you start to you know, create a podcast, create a YouTube channel, create content on social media, create videos, create blog posts. And as you create those and make the focus on the consumer and actually educating them and not just pitching and talking about what you do and and all the like nuts and bolts of your service, then 
your prospects start to see you as a thought leader and it starts to create a real brand around that. And so the whole idea here is that you want to make the content based on your consumer. And so you want to think about what's helpful to them, not necessarily the content that you want to consume because they're looking for different information. You want to make it really valuable. So again, think education-based, not pitch-based. And then you want to share it really consistently because you know in this industry, we have long sales cycles and we have even longer marketing cycles. Somebody thinking about a kitchen remodel, they might think and dream and wish about that for a year, for two years, for five years. And so by the time they actually get ready to engage somebody, they've been researching, browsing, bouncing around the internet, around social media, blogs, websites, looking at different companies, trying to learn and educate. And during that process is your biggest opportunity to build reputation through content because when they get to the point of, hey, I'm going to find a company, you actually had a 6, 12, 24-month opportunity to be embedding yourself in the mind of your customer and in a very positive frame because you were educating. And so the idea is that you have to stay consistent through that and you have to have a long-term view. And if you can do that, then all of a sudden you start seeing all these people pop down into your sales process. And you'll start to hear things in that first meeting. Hey, I've been following you guys on Instagram for a while. Have hey, been following your YouTube channel for a while. Have hey, been reading your blogs. I've been getting your newsletter. You guys always put out the best stuff. You'll start hearing things like that. And that's how you know that you're getting into the mind of the customer a lot earlier. The beauty of this too is by the time they get to the sales process, they might still want to talk to one or two other companies. They may not. That's the biggest advantage. But even if they do, they're using the other companies as kind of their for their own process to say, well, I better just contact a couple other companies, but they're really just looking at you. And then they're just kind of benchmarking those other companies as a part of like, I need to talk to two companies. I can't just talk to one. And so it positions you as the, the top spot. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. There are lots of different ways to do educational content. I mentioned a few, but let's let's run through them because I think 
people get stuck on how do I create, what are the mediums, like where do I get started? The very simple way to get started is through blogging and blog posts. You can you can write those in advance. You can schedule them out. You can share those in your newsletters. You can share those on social media. And that's a great piece if you don't like getting in front of the camera, you don't like speaking, any of those types of things. You don't even have to write them yourself. You know, you can hire an agency, you can hire a freelancer, you could have somebody on your team that's really good at writing. And there's lots of different ways to accomplish that. So blogging is a great baseline for educational content. Videos is another piece of, or another medium, I guess you could say, in terms of how do you create content. I would encourage you this year, put video on your radar, start going down that path. Even if you don't like getting in front of the camera, you got to do it. This is where everything is going is video. And the people that adopt it are going to see the biggest wins. And we've already seen that over the last several years. And it's just getting more and more so that way. You can do tutorial videos. You can talk about your process. You can talk about industry trends, all of those types of things. And that's, if you can put a face behind the brand or or multiple faces, even if you want to have some designers, somebody in sales, ownership, those types of roles, those are great if you have consistency in a face connected to the brand because people connect with people. And as they see your face, especially if you're somebody in sales or design and early on in that that sales process, if they've seen you on several videos and then they go to the meeting and you're the same person, they feel comfortable. They feel at ease. They feel like they already know that person. And it's amazing. You can get to know somebody over video. I like to say like automatically behind the scenes because you're creating one video once, but you get all of this force leverage of a hundred people could see it. A thousand people could see it. That video can be seen over the course of multiple years. You create it once, but it gets a lot of mileage. And so you create a bunch of videos, you get hundreds and hundreds of people to see this over the course of a year. And then you get 20 or 30 of them that make it into the sales process or more. And those people have an extreme comfort level and they've already gotten to know that individual. So there's my little side tangent on (laughs) pitching to get into video. But another format is newsletters. And typically we talk about newsletters in the form of email, but they can certainly be print. Email is going to be a lot more cost-effective in terms of executing those And the way I look at newsletters is that's really just a vehicle to deliver content that you've already created. So you've already written a blog, put a little teaser in the newsletter, and then link to the blog. You've already done a video, put a little teaser in the newsletter and link to the video. You created a new project spotlight page on your website, put a teaser in the newsletter and link to the project spotlight. So the newsletter becomes just kind of a vehicle for driving traffic to your content. You don't have to think of it as the newsletter is actually new content, although you can do it that way. But a very simple way is just to use it as a mechanism for driving traffic and prospects to your content. Another one is either webinars or seminars. I know a lot of companies that still do in-person seminars. They'll hold them on you know, a Saturday morning or something. They'll have light breakfast or coffee and they'll do an educational topic. But you can you can do webinars and those require a lot less effort, a lot less prep, and you don't have to get, you know, people into the the seats on a Saturday morning or something like that. You can schedule them usually easier at different times. You can do them at in the evenings, maybe when you know kids are asleep. You can do them, you know, over lunch, those types of things. And again, the whole goal with this is education, adding value into that process that everyone's going through. And again, once you've done a webinar, then you can share that on your YouTube channel, you can post it on your site, you can 
link to it in your newsletter and drive more people to the recording. So there's lots of ways to get lots of leverage and mileage out of content. And then another type would be, you know, infographics. So these are kind of these longer graphical charts or graphs or maps or illustrations. I mean, it can be great for communicating things like process or even just like highlighting a bunch of trends. That can be a fun way. So if you have some designers that want to use some of their time that isn't billable, that maybe they're not working on design, they could be backfilling into marketing activities that are more graphics based. And then another another one would be podcasts, right? So if you don't want to get in front of the camera, maybe you're okay getting behind the microphone. Although I would encourage you to, if you are doing a podcast, there's no harm in also just turning on the video component. And then you could always use clips of that for social media. So those are several mediums that you can use. And that sounds like a lot. You definitely don't need to do everything. And especially if you're not doing anything now, I wouldn't try to go from zero to a hundred. I would pick a channel that you can be really consistent in. And either way you do it, you're pretty much going to get at least a few channels out of it. So you're saying, Hey, I'm going to start blogging. Well, then you're also going to do a newsletter and you're going to link to your blogs in the newsletter. Super simple. You're also going to share your blogs on social media and link back to the blogs there. So you've already covered a few channels there just by doing one thing. So as you think about content this year, next year, really think about it from an educational perspective, starting to build loyalty and reputation with your prospects, your future customers, as I like to think about it, is they're getting to know you, they're getting comfortable timing isn't right. You know, they're probably, you know, three, six, nine, 12 months out from actually doing their project. It's statistically shown that about 4% of any given market are active buyers. So, you know, this, you know, this week basically, or within the next few weeks, they're ready to make a decision. 96% are just researching. So content plays a huge, huge role in starting to develop a connection with the 96% that next month, three months, six months from now, they're going to be the active buyers. They're going to move to the 4%, but now you've positioned yourself ahead of the competition by using content marketing. So hopefully this gave you a few thoughts around why content marketing is so important and educational marketing and how you can build thought leadership and reputation, but also hopefully gave you some tactical things that you can say, okay, yep, I'm going to commit to you know, a video series, I'm going to commit to a podcast, I'm going to commit to regular blogging, and then how to actually leverage that to to build that reputation. So with that, we'll wrap up today's episode. And we'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text radio to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.